Coco Show. It's chocolate, baby. The Coco Show. It's about to go crazy. Welcome back to the Coco Show Podcast, man. How you doing? How you been? How's your week? How's it going? What do you got planned this week? What's in your headspace? What you what you got brewing in the mindset? You know, how you feeling? How you treating people? How you how you speaking these days, man? Is your walk different? You know? Did you even get out of bed? I'm just curious. I'm just curious, man. Hey. Welcome back to the podcast show, I, um, the Coco Show podcast. Let me just make sure I say that every time. Um, man, I'm feeling good. I am freshly back from Nashville. I, um, got invited out there to possibly be a part of uh, a tour um, for my music, and I think it'll be coming up. But it's worldwide, and um, was super excited to come out and just check it out and see what it was about. I've never been to Nashville. Man, it's a lot going on out there. It's a lot of traffic. It's a lot of um, people. Oh my God, there's so much foot traffic out there. Like I'm, so I'm in like Spartanburg. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and even like Greenville, South Carolina. Like there ain't that much people. Like you might see that amount of people if you live in these areas and you attend, say, like a fall for Greenville or something like that, or a larger festival in the area, and it's just so many people. It looked like that times 10 in Nashville all day, every day. And they just stay out to 2, 3, 4 in the morning. It's crazy. But it's like a, if you've never been, it's like a little mini Vegas, especially on Broadway. Uh, just a lot of foot traffic, a lot of restaurants, a lot of live bands, country music. You know, it's the heart of it. And um, yeah, a lot of musicians, a lot of songwriters, a lot of artists. Um, so yeah, brought me there. Got to check it out and check out, you know. Uh, some of the scenery and some of the people and some new artists as well. Um, I got a chance. I don't know if y'all know who K Drama is, but I met him as well. He did some music um, alongside of uh, Flame and um, uh, Lecrae as well. So got to talk with him. Uh, spoke with him. He's actually interested in possibly being on the episode. So we'll see where that goes. Um, just I loved his story, man. That's not like. 
I heard him talk, and you can just tell that there was so much more he wanted to say. Didn't have the space or time to say it. Um, and I just wanted to extend a little platform for him to be able to finish because it was interesting. And he's an artist, a rap artist, by the way, who has done some incredible things. And now um, he lives off of, you know, his music and just has, you know, I mean, from where you started to where you are, it's like, he does well. He like announced that he's like, man, I do, you know, I make uh, 40, at least 40 a year from the music and things that he make collaboratively. So like, I think in, in a sense, he could give some perspective, especially the artists that might be listening to our show, some fresh perspective, put you on some game and help you out. Cause I know he did that while I was out there and I got to see him and speak with him. So it was really cool, really excited, and um, hope hopefully I can get him on the show so y'all can, you know, like I said, hear his story. It's really, you know, really a good one. Um, but yeah, um, I'm back, and I am, you know, about, about to hit that grind. You know, I got more to do, more to do. Um, I'm literally, like, <laughs> I woke up, and, you know, I just started my first little cup of coffee and stuff. I still haven't eaten or anything. But um, I... I'm at, you know, working on new music. So I had this one song in mind and I'm literally like, I was editing, song editing while trying to start this podcast up, just trying to multitask because at the end of the day, I don't have a whole lot of time to really just sit and focus on just the one thing. Like, you know how like um, uh, book writers can kind of create a space for them and they just sit there and they just think, 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 and they see what they, you know, see how they want to lay out their stories. I, I don't have that luxury. I don't. I have maybe a few minutes here, uh, maybe a few hours here, or a day or so here, and I just got to make the most of it because I can't just dedicate all my time to one little thing. So I got to spread out and try to make this work uh, for everything that I want to do, and it's a lot I want to do. You know, I want to continue to make music, um, possibly go on this tour, uh, you know, or some of it. You know, I want to, I want to write a book. I've been working on this children's book. You know, I don't know if I even announced that, but like just for my daughter, me and my daughter, I thought it would be something cool for her to kind of get into as well. Um, she reads really well. And yeah, I'm making a book about her. Um, and I'm almost done with that. Um, you know, I paint, I finger paint. I want to learn different techniques and styles of painting. Just say, just get, just express myself. You know, I do sketch art. Um, you know, I make beats, I edit, uh, master, uh, you know. I record, I sing, I rap, I love EDM music, I produce, I'm, I'm an independent artist, I make all my own stuff, and, um, you know, and the list goes on and on, but there's just, there's so much I want to do, so I gotta, like, I don't want to leave anything, one thing behind, because, you know, it's not that I want to do everything, it's more or less that I want, I have the desire, it's like wanting to try new food, oh, I want to try this little dish in one day and just, you know, see what it's like, I want to just try everything and just see what it's like. You know, see where my niche is. Because, like, I can say this. There's one thing I've done that I, I know I just, I'm not built for. <laughs> There's one thing that I've tried and I said, you know what? This ain't for me. This ain't for me. Uh, I tried sewing. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. My mom used to make her own clothes. You know what I mean? Her own jackets and stuff. And it looked nice. And, like, she would just find these fabrics and do all this stuff. I was like, wow, that's so impressive. And, like, I try to get it in that, and I'm telling you, it is not for me. It's not for me. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, 
what else is something I, I tried something else and I was just like I, I'm I'm not supposed to be doing this <laughs> I can't I can't think of what it was I don't want to waste the time but um yeah I just I know what I'm you know made for but like if I have a desire for something or at least to try something I'm gonna try it and if I enjoy it I'll do it again or I'll do it again like finger painting I love finger painting I know people like to hate on finger paints like man that's that's child's play you know I'm a I'm an artist and I make these these masterpieces and and mines go for 10k a piece. That's great. That's fantastic. I'm not selling this art. I mean, I I, I listen it if people want it, but I'm not selling it for 10k a piece. Maybe like ten dara. <laughs> That's about it. But no, I enjoy my paintings, and if I keep them, I keep them. I'm all right with that. You know, I want to also kind of make a little space for my kids because my kids make a lot of art too man my, my girls are talented and um you know they they hate on themselves you know so hard i'm like don't be so critical baby this is dope for your age and um i want to show i want to put that on the wall and i don't want to just do it just to kind of boost the, uh you know self-esteem and i'm more of a it's i really think it's good and I want to showcase it and put it somewhere that they see it and not, you know, show some sort of appreciation for what you've done. That's amazing, you know. And I want you to see what you've done. It's amazing. But, um, so anyway, yeah, I just got to spread it out a little bit and make it all make sense. Um, but, yeah, I was working on a song, man, and I'm really hype about it. And it's a song that uh, it's really giving thanks to and, and praise to my God, you know. Um, I've never made a song like that, honestly. And I had this idea for it when I heard this beat and I was like, I love this. And I got so intrigued and excited about it. I kind of wanted to lay some things out to see what it was like. And I'm, I'm loving the outcome so far. It's not finished or complete, but you know, it's, it's a work in progress. And I like to, you know, stay motivated, especially in my music. Sometimes if I don't, even just take the time to sit and listen to what I've already created. Sometimes I lose motivation in it. Not that I don't like it or want to, want to do it anymore, but I have ideas to uh, complete this year and I want to see it through. You know, I do have a release that's out now. Um, it's a, a track I actually did with a guy from Ghana. His name is B Cross. Uh, he's an artist, I think, managed by a friend of mine from Charlotte. He lives in uh, Charlotte, um, but he's also from Ghana. Um, bright, bright 04 shouts out. Um, so I have that out. So it's B Cross featuring or B Cross and KDS, and the song's called On My Way. Um, you can find it on all platforms Apple Music, Spotify. Check it out, see what you think. You're more than welcome to leave comments. Um, it's on YouTube if you want to do so like that, or if you want to hit me on any social media. Um, KDS uh, Music, what is it? KDS underscore music official. I believe that's my Instagram. Um, in my Facebook. So anyway, if you want to leave comments or say anything about it, share it. Appreciate you. Just check it out. I think it's a dope song, and um, it was a really honor to work with somebody overseas. I've never done that. That was the first, time, well, second time working with the second song, working with the same artist. Um, so anyway, that's out. Check it out. Um, what else? What else? Um, I think that's really all announcements. I got some other ideas coming up and possibly some new sponsorships. So I'm excited about that. And um, I do also have some business ideas for those that may want to possibly start your own business. Um, I need to put things together, so I'm not going to elaborate on that just yet. But um, if you are somebody who have wanted to start a business for yourself, make some more money, um, you want to uh, also help others 
do the same thing. I've got this really cool concept and idea I think is uh, pretty amazing. And if um, somebody want to get down on that, once I get all my details together, I'll let y'all know how to do that, how to go about that. But in the meantime, I also got somebody to come on and possibly talk about those ideas so you kind of get more of an understanding of what to expect. So there's that. Anyway, um, before anything else, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for downloading this content. I want to thank you for streaming it and listening to the Coco Show podcast day in, day out. If you subscribe to our channel, you're following on anything. I appreciate you. If this is the first time you're checking us out, I just want to say I appreciate you because you could be listening to anybody right now, like your mom, your dad, uh, Lil John, uh, <laughs> you name it. You name it. Netflix, anything. Anything, but you're listening to us, and I appreciate it. And I say us because I'm a team. Just because you hear me, I'm a team. I'm a part of a team. The Coco Show is a part of a team. You understand? Um, so there's many people that kind of help support the show in their own way. And trust me, there's a team. So um, anyway, and shout out to my brother, man. I love my brother, David Strand, um, host of the show, mind you. And um, just thank you for that. And also, shout out to TK Kirkland, our executive producer of our show. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about comparison. Comparison, man. I want to talk about comparison. Here's why I want to talk about comparison. It's so kind of crazy to me. I was talking to an individual about how comparison is not a good thing per se and it's dangerous. And I say dangerous in the sense of how it can self-destruct certain things and process and progress. Then I get out to Nashville. This is a conversation I had with somebody and, you know, sharing my perception of what's what I think is right on comparison. And I, you know, just kind of left that conversation. That person agreed with what I said. I go down to Nashville and I'm listening to um, a speaker actually from Capitol Records. And he was talking about comparison. And actually, it was not. It wasn't Capitol Records guy. Sorry, it was uh, the manager of the tour that I spoke with. But he was talking about uh, Ted Bruin. By the way, um, he was talking about comparison, and he was just saying how it's so dangerous to sit there as an artist and try to compare yourself to other people. Because either they sound better than you in your mind, or they sound worse than you in your mind, or you fall in that median spot where they did all right, I do all right. You know? And I say, I want to talk about comparison, not just from an artist standpoint, but in general. I feel like when I, when I actually, when I first had the conversation with the one individual, um, you know, they have nothing to do with music, really. Like... So I'm saying in comparison, like you don't want to compare somebody to anybody because, you know, you're your own energy. Like you are who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like if there was another clone of you, then you could compare. Like I feel like that's where comparison really has any jurisdiction is that if I cloned you. 
you know that like that movie multiplicity and i i understand like i'm you know to a certain extent i'm a conspiracy theorist and i do believe they out there cloning they've talked about it i mean it's on ted talk this ain't no like really conspiracy theory. it's like there are people working to do this and have done it it's on everything i don't like if you don't believe it, that's you but whatever um but the cloning people they're also trying to genetically modify and create kids to your liking these superhuman babies like whatever um but they're like if you if i did that if i cloned you then you can sit there and compare between the two of you because it's a version of you and we can say all right this version's better at walking or or waving or you know jumping or this that and the third because that is a product a, a duplicate of you but if i'm sitting there comparing you to your friend or your family I don't feel like that's right or fair because I'm not built like you. And that's not a bad thing because I'm built like me. I'm built different. Yeah, I know that's why we say that. That's why we say I'm built different. And you're right. You're built different. So if we can confirm and all agree that I'm built different and everyone can individually say that, why would you dare sit there and compare me to anybody? I'll never be like anybody unless I clone myself, right? And I was talking, um, you know, I can't even remember what level, but I mean, this really applies to everything. You, like siblings, like to compare, you know? Uh, parents like to compare. Very dangerous, by the way. This is your family. Um, your, your, your best friends compare. You like to compare in relationships, if you're an artist, you like to compare. Um, you name it. Like if you're on the job, you your coworkers, you like to compare, and you you shouldn't do it. It's its own thing. You should appreciate who I am as a podcaster for what I bring to the table. Now, and I'm gonna say it like this. I want to put it in a food perspective because we all like food, right? If I'm sitting here serving something to you through this mic and you eat it and you say that's good, you enjoy it, just show appreciation for what it is. If you want something that I don't offer, you don't need to compare me to no one else. Go find what you're looking for so that you find satisfaction. But don't sit here and compare me and be like you're not like uh, 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 Joe Rogan. You're not, you're not, you're not a... Um, what's another podcast name? I don't even know. You're not a Bill Burr. <laughs> you're not a, you're not drink champs, Nate. This isn't the breakfast. I had somebody say this one time. That was on the show. You're not breakfast. We're not breakfast club. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, don't compare me to that. I'm not trying to be like breakfast club. Why would I want to duplicate or try to live up to the potential of something like that? Because now I, I put you, if you enjoy, say, The Breakfast Club, right? Then now you're sitting there in between, well, which one do I listen to? Which one do I really give my time to? Because maybe, you know, it, it causes problems in the sense of what they have to offer, I'm, I'm a false version of. So I'm not trying to even live up to that. I'm not trying to live up to a Bill Burr. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do any of that because I'm my own energy. And so I'm sharing that with you. You know, it's an individual energy um, that I share with you. So appreciate it for what it is. Um, I got 
Um, I'm going to try to find this really quick. I got compared to another podcast. Um, I'm going to try to pull up real quick. Sorry. Um, the Derek Grant. I got compared to Derek Grant. Derek Grant. Um, his podcast is the Pathway to Your Your Sorry, the Pathway to Your Results podcast. Um, and Derek Grant is an um, a former um, globetrotter. And yeah, I just I got compared to him because of how he talks, and I understand it like. I've listened to his podcast. Um, Shouts out to University. Share some of his uh, shows with me. Um, so now I follow him and listen to him as well. So I'm not a piggyback off that though. I'm not even trying to live up to that. I understand like how we talk. It's on the same, somewhat on the same level, or it kind of sounds the same, you know, or same energy. But I'm not trying to duplicate or copycat what he's doing. What he's doing is really good. I I'm, I get something from it, but I have to be my own vessel. I have to be my own uh, energy sharing that with you and be me. If I'm not being me, I'm, I'm robbing myself of my identity. And I can't be DG. I'm going to call him DG. Can I call you DG? It just happened. I called you DG. <laughs> I have to be me. And I have to be true to me. I made a song, too, um, on an album, my avant-garde album. And I put a song out called I'll Find a Way. And it was pretty much saying if I lo- if if I'm lost in a memory, I'll lose myself. If I sit here and dwell on what was in my past, I'll lose myself. Because I'm not focused on who I am. I can't live in the even in that, I can't even live in the past of what I used to be because who can prove what I used to be? Those that bear witness to that or me. And sometimes people immediately suspect you're lying about something that you've done or achieved because this entire world is conditioned to share lies. Because this is a place where that if you're telling the truth is dangerous and nobody wants to do it. I don't even think that's a, a reality people think. Like this whole world, y'all, everybody's sharing lies. And there's some people who are really trying to speak truth to you. But we're all liars in your in your in your sight because you're conditioned to think that everyone's lying to you because no one wants to sit here and tell you the truth. It's like, oh, why we sit here and say, why won't the government tell us the truth about X, Y, Z? Because this isn't the world they've built. They've built a world of lies, and literally every holiday we celebrate isn't what it was and that's truth coming out about it and some people won't swallow it so what are we doing we sit in the barrel of lies we have considered and accepted the lies as our truth and now we just celebrate the holidays as it is we celebrate holidays as it is and it's like so you've settled in a lie instead of living the truth and that's what i'm saying in a sense of if i'm not even living my truth i'm living a version of a lie and then, in that version of a lie, you compare me to what you've had that you think might be better and throw it in my face and say, you're not doing this, so you're not even, you're not even on that level. You're less than. <laughs> you're less than. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because you can't measure me up to anyone because there's no clones of me, to my knowledge. <laughs> Conspiracy theory kicking in. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can't compare me to nobody. And I'm not trying to be like anyone. I actually had um, uh, a girlfriend way back. And um, I said to her, because, you know, she wanted, she saw somebody and was like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, my God. You know, just wanted to get down with him. And I said, well, you should go get that. And she was like, what? I said, yeah, you should, you should go be with him. Because I said, I'm not. I'm not competing with anyone. I'm like, I'm me. And I'm not going to try to do more to prove that I could be like him. No, that's robbing me of who I am. I have to be me. You should probably go get what you want. And to me, when that happened, when I, that moment happened, it settled in me. I didn't like break up but like with her, but like it settled in me that you are not made for me. How you speak, your heart sings songs like I've never heard, but you tell me clearly, you were not made for me. I see people, you have to see people for who and what they are. Okay? And you really have to remove the lens of comparison off to really see somebody. And you need to, I know you've heard this on some level, some of y'all, maybe not, but you have to let people tell you who they are and their truth. Like, believe when someone tells you who they are. Because that is, that is truth. That's truth. So don't sit there and, and form a lie like, oh, they're, they're not, that's not true. They're, they're, they're just playing. No. If you think they're just playing and you let them in your life, they're going to play with your life. Because they told you who they are. You know, if you sit there and lie to me and you make it clear, then I know you're going to lie. I know who you are. I know who you are until you change and show me otherwise. But I'm not going to sit here and compare. I'm not going to compare. I can't compare you to anyone. There's no one like you. There's no one like me. So I say it's dangerous in the sense of we mistreat people. I, I said in a previous podcast that you have to watch how you handle people. Part of that watching how you handle someone is identifying who that person is and what they're about. And it's not right or wrong um, if they're choosing to be what they are. You know, you have to you have to decide once someone like outright tells you and they're telling you every day. Who they are, it's like you decide. Do I want this around me or in my life? Yes or no? And like you don't have to get mad at them. You don't have to yell at them, curse at them. You don't have to make them feel low or compare. You just say, listen, I don't think that who you are as a person is someone that I need to have in my life at the moment. This is kind. This is a kind way to say it. I don't think I need who you are as a person in my life at the moment because what I'm trying to do, who you are affects that. And I can't allow that, you know, your energy to affect what I'm after. You're not a part of it. You're against it in my view, in my perception. And I need to make the best decisions so that I'm successful at living my life. So I have to remove my time from you. In love. That is in love. Not a lot of people aren't going to accept that as true because they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna hurt. But pain is temporary. I tell my girls this. 
And let me tell you something else about pain. And that's, that's why I say bring truth back. Because if I tell you the truth, it's going to hurt. It's going to be a level of pain. But through pain, you become strong. You become strong. If you go and I say, if I let you bench press, matter of fact, if I put a dumbbell, five pounds, right? Everybody, whether you male, female, if you, you know, I would say if you're at least 12, 12, let's just say 12. That's that's pretty young, probably younger than that. 12, you can lift a five pound dumbbell, right? But if I had you lift that five pound dumbbell for an entire 24 hours, you will feel the pain. Hands down, you're going to feel the pain. It is going to hurt. You were going to complain about the pain. I know. But through that pain will build strength in your muscles. So what I'm saying, when you are hurt through truth, it will make you strong. That's why on some levels back, and I say back in the day because I know bullies are on another level right now. But back in the day when I was in school and my brother was in school, bullies only took your lunch money. Or they made fun of your clothes. Or they might have shoved you. And then if they were really brave, they punched you. But you pushed some of the what, what those bullies saw as weaker kids to a point to where I'm not going to take this anymore. In fact, you allowed me to try to defend myself because I'm worth defending. And I stand up to you. And once I do, most of the time, this is what I've seen in my, in my experience. When I got to a point, and I've never really been bullied on that level, but uh, when you, <laughs> when you uh, get to that point, and then I challenge you, and I stand up for myself, and I win, most of the time we become friends after that. Because now you have a respect for me, and the bully stops. Or that bully goes and finds somebody else, and it start, starts all over. So on that level, it's like I say I miss it because it really brought people to a place to defend what you love. And I know you got to love you. And if you don't, I say that you might be a victim or uh, uh, mentally uh, locked into a comparison by somebody else over time. And you think that because you don't measure up to other individuals, then you you are less than. And it's not true. It's just not true. You, I want to just, I say this. I'm sitting here taking the time to say this because... I want to strip you of the lie that anyone says anything about you, like you're ugly, you're dumb, you're smart, you're you're boring, you're you're not fun. I don't enjoy being around you. You always complain, this, that, and the third. It's like all these other. It's, it doesn't matter. You are not what they say you are. You are not what they say you are. I'm literally gonna. I'm working on an album. I'm not, I'm not, I lie. I say I'm working, but I am working. I put, I, I changed it. I'm working on an album, and like, one of the songs, literally all I'm going to say is that you're more than what they say about you. You're more than what they think about you. It's true. Like, you have to really remove the comments of others, which is a lie, and you need to decide who you are. Um, and I know that's difficult to do, but let me say it this way. If you just exercise who you are in the sense of live your life how you want to, then someone will come and identify and say to you, right, that most most people are like put her downers, you know what I'm saying? They, they give you the negative. 
But there'll be very few, and you got to just listen, people who will, like, compliment the identity of who you are. And I've had that happen to me. Um, and I, I only remember the beginning part of it, but it was, and it was in a employee of the month, um, an award or whatever. And it was like a little dinner associated with it and a little $50 check. And, you know, it was just somebody who got to read comments about what they said about you or how they think or perceive you. And I just remember how it started. And it was just, I was in that room and when it was said to me, it was like, it opened up something in me because I didn't know that this guy, this individual on his level, viewed me this way. But I remember how it started. It just said, if you don't know Nathan Shaw, you are missing out. That was like, I don't even remember the rest of it. It was so, all of it was fantastic. But I remember he said that, if you don't know Nathan Shaw, you're missing out. And I was like, wow. And it opened something in me. And it allowed me to feel a, a, a level of confidence that I've never had. It changed my walk. It changed my thinking. It changed a lot of things about me. And I just, I, I found that man and I hugged him and I said, man, thank you. Thank you for your words, man. That was, it was beautiful, bro. You know, and I just, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. You know, so a lot of people are against you. I spoke about this too in another podcast that a lot of people want to go after things. And, but it's crazy because we're so much better if we're together so we can unify and make each other strong, but we won't do that. So everyone's individually after what they want. And, you know, if they see somebody trying to surpass them, they try to put them down. Men are notorious for this. Um, Men do this to men all the time. Matter of fact, I was in Nashville and just because of how I was dressed, I stood out and this, this guy I don't even know tried to immediately put something I had on down to make me look bad in front of others. But I have this demeanor of a thug, and I say that because someone told me that, not that I think that. And so when he saw that I didn't laugh, his hands went up. At a, like he, he did that six-foot hand stance, you know, and he put his, both of his hands up. He said, bro, I'm just playing. Maybe like I was going to react with fists or throw my hands at him or something like, bro, you don't, you don't know me. You don't talk to me that way. So he's like, bro, I'm just playing. And it was like immediately after what he said, I'm like, I know why you said what you said. Because I have that understanding, I have no need to prove myself to you by throwing hands in your face. I don't. I don't have to prove how strong I am. I feel like when I ignored your dumbass comment, it, it showed you where I was at. And it was the only thing that he said. After that, it was, it was, it was talk on another level. It was more like respect. It's like, clearly I can see he didn't appreciate what I said, so I'm not going to say anymore, and I'm, I'm, I'm just playing, bro. And it was over as soon as it started. But, you know, people like to put everyone, like I say, everyone's after their own individual thing, and everyone's trying to stop those that might start to excel ahead of them. And they may not even know you, right? But they can see that in their perception that you're somewhat ahead of them in some sort of way or they think that. And then they start throwing the negative comments out. You ain't this, you ain't that. Or you are this, you are that. Or, you know, like they start making little like comments or that, you know, just little things. Or they might come to your face and say something trying to put you down. All I'm saying is don't believe the lie. All I'm saying is just be you.
And all I'm saying is don't compare. Don't compare. There will never be. There will never be. Unless you allow it. If you, you know, you, you, you clone it. You want to clone yourself. Unless you allow it. There will never be. Matter of fact, even if you clone yourself. There will never be anyone quite like you ever again. And I think that's beautiful. That's one of the things I find beautiful in my God. In Yahweh. Because he created everyone so differently. And I get to see if you just can remove the emotion out of how you feel by looking at people and stuff. And comparing and move hatred and just rest in a place of love and you just watch people or learn or let them talk or listen you can see how beautiful how amazing God is like I see that in my girls I light up it's amazing I, like it's some I just I'm amazed I'm so amazed because we're all so different sure there's Plenty of other black people like me, but not like me. <laughs> and, and to see someone even that looks like me, but completely different in how they act, think, walk, talk is amazing to me. And so you have to rest in that truth. You are a unique piece of the body that we call the human race, right? collectively we are god right so you are a unique piece you are that piece just above the kneecap i'm just playing <laughs> i'm just playing <laughs> nah but for real like there's never gonna be anyone like you and that should be amazing to should be amazing to you and it should allow you to live in that truth in the sense of everything else said is a it's gotta be a lie who knows you better than you? Right? Now, I, I'll, I will say this. I will say this. There are, it seems like people can try to identify you better than you can, right? It seems that way. And people have said that, like, those that um, that know you try to tell you, right? But like I said, don't, don't, I don't want to confuse this, but most people are trying to put you down. Most. But there's some people you know that love you, right? So those people who can love you and they speak about you, hold on to those things because those are the truths that you may not see. I had, I'll, I'll give you another thing. Um, I was in a counseling session way back when and I told, I was talking to this guy and I was just being me. And he stopped and what he was going to say to me to say, you are a beautiful spirit. This, now, this individual is passing on on. And, but I hold that. I hold that in my heart. Because he didn't have to say that. But he saw it. And it was somebody from a place of love who said it. And I hold that because it's true. I never had that from me prior to. So I have to take these little elements of your beautiful spirit. If you don't know Nathan, you're missing out. Like, you're an amazing father. You're a great person. You're so, you're, you're always calm. You're at peace. You know, 
all those things, the positive, the love, hold on to those things. That is your truth. Those are things that you may not think of yourself because we like to beat ourselves down. And trust me, I'm going to talk about that too at some point. I mean, we can be so hard on ourselves, so critical. My, my daughter has painted this picture. I was talking about pictures earlier. She's painted this picture or drew this picture in like this uh, chalk or something. And she, the shadow, y'all, on this thing and the, the contrast, it's, it's amazing. And she's like, it's hideous. Daddy, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why are you so hard on yourself? Because somebody says something. So now there's no room for you to think. I Man, we got to strip ourselves of these. It's lies. They're lies, y'all. And you are so amazing. I say that a lot, but people can't swallow it. They can't grab it and put it in their pocket and save it for tomorrow. You're so amazing. And I don't know why, I really don't have the, like, a, a one, I don't think there is one, like, direct answer to why people want to lie to you. I feel like there's a variation of answers. But I know it's just to try to get in your head. Back in, you know, I always go biblical, but, like, when, you know, the serpent told Eve to eat the apple and you're going to be this and that. And why wouldn't, you know, he got in her head. Right? And what happened when he got in your head? He left no room for her to think, so she did what he said. So if you allow somebody to speak to you in a not positive way or if not a place from love, then they infiltrate your mind with comments. You now believe what they say, and that's all it is because there's now no room for you to think otherwise about yourself in that regard. So you hold on to that and you swallow it and say, this is true because they said it and they saw it and it's not. And I want to remove yourself. I want to remove people from those lies and I want you to start to release those things because it's not true. And I want you to make room for your truth. I want you to start surrounding. Like I say, remove yourself kindly from people that won't, that don't benefit who you are and where you're going so that you surround yourself or even if it's a few people that love you and respect you and support you right that feed who you are and and, and fill your your headspace with what you are so it makes you that more confident and that much more stronger to just live and be you because i promise like there's nothing more that i want for than for people to live who you are and be who you are. I think that is what we are missing. And that is if, if I feel like if we do that, then the unity of who we are collectively will we'll naturally come together. Because we're so different. We're so diverse. And we need every component to be strong. Like, no one's going to sit there and, and buy some from Ikea and then not use all the parts. If you don't, you've missed something and it's not it's not going to stay together. But if you do, it's built strong. It's built true. You know? And what's great is, even from Ikea furniture, there's always extra pieces in case one doesn't quite make the cut. You know what I mean? I mean, you can apply this to your life. You are on the cusp of 
you know, the rest of the days. And every moment is just an opportunity for change. But I believe change should always start in, inward because, you know, a lot of people say change how you treat people. Train, you know, but I'm saying ch- change what's happening on the inside. And I just maybe just start with your your headspace because a lot of those things filter to, through to the heart. The headspace. You know? Surround yourself with affirmations. Things that you need to build, build you up, man. So I don't know why people are... Why would you want to stay down on, on and be low? And No one wants to really stay there, but like people live there day in and day out, and there's no effort in trying to get out of it, ever. I'm like, come out of that. Be better than that. You know? I always say, man, somebody's waiting for who you are. And I... I I'm on this podcast in hopes that you reach that before it's too late. And I say too late in the sense of before your time expires here on earth. Um, I just want to thank you. I thank you for listening. I thank you, um, you know, for your energy, for your efforts. I thank you. For living, I thank you for trying. I thank you for putting up with so much that might be against you. I thank you for not giving up because somebody made you feel so low that you thought that was the option. I thank you for continuing to get out of bed. I thank you for trying to support and love your family or friends or yourself. I thank you for trying to just be... Um, a better individual. I thank you for trying to better yourself. I thank you for all the hours you put into a job that you may not even like. I thank you because you are a part of what makes the life so many get to live and experience that much better. And I don't think there's enough appreciation that goes around even in that regard. You know, um, Who's really thinking about mechanics Monday through Thursday unless your car breaks? You don't. You just don't. You just don't. But when it breaks, you're looking for one. I just thank you. When I'm sick, if you're sick and you're hurt and you you know, you really hurt yourself, you're bleeding and you need to go to a doctor or hospital. You you're not thinking about them before that at all. But when you're hurt, you're looking for one. Thank you. These restaurants, these fast food joints even, all these places you get to, when you're hungry and you want something unique and different, or you want that same old Taco Bell, I don't, you know, I know, I'm not judging. You know, you don't think about it before, but when you want it, you're looking for one. Thank you. You're not sitting here thinking about gas stations day in and day out. You know, the people that pump the gas. Like, where does the gas come from? You don't even know. You don't even, these trucks pull up and just throw it in the ground. Thank you. And I can go on for days. There's so many people out here working so hard, give so much, 
And some people are like, man, nobody sees me, bro. Thank you. Please accept my thank you. I really appreciate it. Even if I've never used, I appreciate you being there. Even in the times where I haven't needed you. But when when I did, I needed it. You were there. And for so many others, thank you. Thank you. This is the KDS. The KDS. <laughs> this is KDS with the Coco Show podcast. Um, I got to eat. And I got to get up out of here. So I better run. Um, but we'll be back with more, of course. Um, and just, like I said, don't compare, man. You are so special. And I hope one day 